you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. The Around the NFL podcast can be bought with gifts. Welcome back to another edition of the Around the NFL podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I'm joined by a compliant little foursome, including myself, uh, Mark Sessler, Chris Wessling, and Greg Rosenthal. What's up, boys? Hey, Dan. Well, I can guarantee that the uh, humans hovering around the third floor of this NFL media establishment would not, would not like to know where compliant little foursome came from. We'll what, just the, leave the background it ra- of it. Yes, we will leave it right I don't, yeah. there. I don't know if they would agree either. Hashtag C. Well, I'm sure they wouldn't agree. <laughs> um, we're the agreeable ones. Hey, we're the compliant <laughs> yeah. little foursome. But I think Mark That's Sessler. Right. I think agreeable. <laughs> well, hashtag CL4. Uh, this is uh, Compliant Little Foursome. Compliant Little Foursome. We're now taking all the, the pre-show talk, and now it's just part of the show. Yep. Even if it doesn't really make sense. It's not all of it. There's no difference anymore. No. That's that's what they say, you know. That's when you know you've made it when people say in interviews. It's like, he's the same on camera and off. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, that's just who he is. Either that or you've lost all discipline. As a broadcaster, and you just, you're just floating away now, which could be happening. We're about what 20, 20 weeks into the season now. Yeah, we knew that we nailed, you know, the the whole skit before the show when Greg was trying to kill the pre-show bit. <laughs> yeah, that's a new level. Anyway, uh, we'll save that for the uh, pre-show banter podcast coming up this off season. Uh, today is Tuesday. Uh, the Around the NFL podcast. It's championship week, I've been led to believe, on NFL Network. Uh, We just actually saw NFL Network's Greg Rosenthal do a a saucy hit on all the happenings. Hey, is that NFL Network's Greg Rosenthal? (laughs) Yes, it is. Ely, by the way, did... Did the uh, one of the voices there? Yeah, and he's been very. Don't quit your day job. You yeah, know? he's a little bit self conscious about it because it's maybe not taking off as well as like the frags ones of, of in terms of critical response. That's NFL Network's Greg Rosenthal. Wow. You hear that voice, and it just kind of burrows into your ear. You know, it's like it's like a voice that should be hosting a podcast. Mm. 
That's true. Frags. Anyway, so Greg was talking about uh, uh, the matchups uh, that will occur this Sunday. Of course, the Steelers and the Patriots and the Falcons and the Packers. What a great matchup uh, in both conferences to decide who's going to the Super Bowl. And uh, as we get closer to that game, we'll have a full-on preview show on Thursday. Today will be more of a uh, hodgepodge, I would say. Little appetizer. Little appetizer. Uh, we will uh, get to the news, including uh, the fallout from uh, Antonio Brown's uh, questionable social media usage after the Steelers' win over the Chiefs in uh, the divisional round. Uh, Mike Tomlin's reaction to Brown, as this has become a story now leading into this game. Another head coach hiring that we actually did not get to uh, the last time you heard from us. Uh, some other news around the league. Then we'll uh, debut a new a new segment. Wheel of Destiny. I feel like we should be ushering our chief photographer Ben Liebenberg out of the newsroom right now. Oh yeah, I was like, haven't we used this song before? But no, it's it's one of Dan's bits in the newsroom. Yeah, when Liebenberg, it's- the photo guy, uh, rolls over, and you know we like Ben. He's agreeable. He's a nice guy. Yes. But then when he hangs around a little bit too long, I have to play uh, that song. To play him out. To play him out. And that's when he knows it's time. It's like, oh, there he goes. Chief photographer of NFL Media, Ben Liebenberg. And he goes. He does. He goes. He's got bits on bits on bits. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll play Wheel of Destiny, uh, the championship week version. Uh, And uh, then we will. We haven't done this in a while. We'll check in on the iTunes, uh, the iTunes reviews over at Apple and see what people are saying about the podcast. So a lot to get to. This podcast, of course, sponsored by Mr. Flames Economics Class in The Hague, the Netherlands. Mr. F. Uh, So let's start uh, the show by talking some news. I'm not on Snapface and all that, so I don't really get those. (laughs) Why so glum, chum? Uh, (laughs) The great Bill Belichick. Uh, We will start with the Pittsburgh Steelers, as I said um, Antonio Brown, after Sunday's win over the Chiefs in the locker room, uh, chose to uh, take his phone out, uh, breaking league protocol, and do a live a Facebook live uh, video show, which went on for, I think, close to like half an hour or something like that, you know, just hanging out in the locker room. But the thing that caught everybody's eye and ear was that he was doing it around the corner from a Mike Tomlin and Ben Roethlisberger speech to players shortly after the game, um, a, a speech that included... Uh, Tomlin complaining about the difference in time and how the Patriots have an advantage over them, a day and a half head start, also calling the Patriots buttholes. Not exactly buttholes, but close. same same ballpark. And uh, (laughs) Antonio Brown sent that to the world, and of course it becomes a big story. Mike Tomlin uh, addressed it right out of the the shoot today in his press conference, and you could tell he was not happy with his star wide receiver. The last element of of the discussion is Antonio himself, and uh, I'll be bluntly honest here. Um, It was foolish of him to do that. Um, It was selfish for him to do that, and it was inconsiderate for him to do that. Um, Not only is it a violation of our policy, it is a violation of league policy, uh, both of which he knows. So there are consequences to be dealt with from his perspective. Um, We will punish him. We won't punish us. Um, and we'll do so swiftly, and we'll do so internally. 
And Mark, the the key to me there was we will punish him. Uh, we won't punish us, which tells you that this this is not going to be one of those quarter suspensions on Sunday or anything like that he'll be playing, but he's all he's definitely in the doghouse. Well, and he's also he's probably something's going to happen from the league office because if you read what the NFL rules are, it says the use of social media by coaches, players, and other club football operations personnel is prohibited on game day, basically beginning ninety minutes before kickoff until after all media access. But that's is just done. a fine, right? That's a fine, but yeah. so, there, so there's the punishment. I, yeah. I have no problem with the Steelers, especially after the way that Tomlin came out. I thought he completely lowered the boom on T- Antonio Brown. He didn't downplay it. That there doesn't need to be a game day punishment for this because the embarrassment was on Tomlin. It's as much as Tomlin wants to create. Honestly, it's the coach who is dropping, you know, sailor's language left and right and creating issues with the way he's talking about the Patriots and their organization that he didn't want out there. And so if they can handle that in-house... I think that's perfectly adequate. I like the fact that Tomlin didn't skirt over the issue. Yeah, I could care less about Tomlin's language in the locker room. That's probably as clean as any coach you'll hear in the league. Certainly a word that Bill Belichick is familiar with from his own locker room speeches. (laughs) He might have been called that a few times in his uh, life as well, Bill. I'm just guessing. Well, and Tomlin did not want that out there, though. I agree that the language is uniform across all locker But it, he actually, it could have been a lot more offensive. He didn't really say anything. Yeah, Brown got Uh, lucky in a way. You know, in a way, right, that Tomlin or Roethlisberger, when he spoke, didn't really say anything too antagonistic towards the Patriots. I mean, it's telling to me that that Tomlin and Ben Roethlisberger were much more offended than the couple Patriots they bothered to ask who were like, what, are we supposed to be bothered by this? I mean, they, they weren't going to get offended. And Belichick was asked about it, of course, um, and his response was classic Belichick, and you heard it at the top of the news. As you know, I'm not on Snapface and all those. I'm not too worried what they put on InstaChat, which is which is my favorite Belichickism in his press conferences is his uh, very trolly method to discussing social media. Uh, and we were talking about this when we were, you know, figuring out the show this morning. Uh, he knows exactly what he's not, maybe not plugged into all the different social media, but he, this is all playing it up. Uh, it's kind of feeds into the bill legend a little bit. This has been a multi-year bit going back to, I would, I would guess five, six, seven years. I love the commitment to the bit that Belichick has. He, Didn't yeah. it used to be face space, right? He's right. playing with reporters. He used to have like a MySpace bit. Yeah. He, he always tries to mispronounce it because he knows it gets a, a rise out his, of uh, guys like us. Yeah, his big one was in 2004, shortly after the draft, and he referenced my face, your face, Insta face. I mean, I'd be concerned about any long-lived NFL reporter that still believes that Belichick has never heard of Facebook. I get that you're in a cubby hole doing your thing, but this is also cubby something hole. that's just How small is this person. I don't know. He fits into a cubby hole, but I mean, it's, it's, it, it is a bit, and I find it tired at this point, frankly. Oh, Mark. What? You think it's fresh? It doesn't, it's not so much that it, it's fresh or not fresh. It's just Bill having a little bit of fun. He's just having a little fun with it because we don't want to take this too seriously. And, and, I do think that he'll, even though he's saying he doesn't even know what you're talking about, I think he'll probably work it in. This is the same guy that uh, before a Super Bowl like threw up the parade plan for the Eagles, I believe. Uh, he's not above doing that kind of stuff, and I'm sure that he'll mention that they think that you know they were you know up backed up against the wall because of the time, and they think we're a holes. I could see him doing. Oh, that. I totally think but he'll share with his it's team. It's not a big story. Don't I you know. think his players care about? watching the Steelers say that. Whether Belichick says he cares or not, I think a lot of the players do. I don't think the language but they didn't really say anything is. offensive. Yeah, I, I, I said they got a head start. 
I, I think if they had said something kind of specific about the Patriots, but they just kind of said, well, these guys, they got a head start on us. You know, I mean, it wasn't like anything crazy. It, the, I, I don't think it's a secret that these teams don't like each other, but I right. mean, you, you, they use everything that leaks out of either team in some way. So if one player on the Patriots is motivated by this, it's worked. Okay, let's move on. Can this, I just say one yes. last thing? I know what it's like to be in your 20s. You got to impress everyone. You got to be <laughs> so cool. Stop during the season with these selfies and putting the stuff on. So the Giants receivers out before the game with no shirts on, taking pictures of themselves. And then this Antonio Brown's got to ignore his teammates while he's worried about putting this out there on social media. Stop trying to be cool. Uphill well, battle. Just stop trying to impress people. <laughs> well, that's that's the thing. I know we want to move on, but he wasn't even listening to Tomlin. He was in the other room with his yeah, teammates kind of doing something. And so Ben Roethlisberger said – he was annoyed because that's like the sanctity of the locker room. You're annoying. And, and Tomlin, the most pointed things he said, we didn't even mention, which were, you know, he's a great player, but that does not help him in the locker room. And that's why you often see great players move from team to team. He, I mean, he said that about Antonio Brown. That's those, these are the types of things that you, that you see great players move from team to team because you get tired of, of well, stuff like this. Well, because all his teammates warning. have to spend all week answering questions about it, and that's how you get tired of the Odell Beckhams and the Antonio Brown in this situation. Uh, always the wide receivers. Let's move on and uh, talk about the Los Angeles Chargers, who uh, our, la- our Thursday podcast, we talked about the big move that they made. They're making up the coast and uh, a lot of the, uh, you know, just a bad situation for the fan base. They ended that day by announcing that Anthony Lynn, who had uh, served as the former Bills interim coach and their offensive coordinator for most of last season, they make him the new head coach. That was announced officially on Friday night. It's a four-year deal with the team, according to Rap Sheet. It's a first head coaching job for Anthony Lynn. And, uh, Greg, your your thoughts about this hire and uh, uh, where the Chargers go from here with Lynn? I like it. Better knowing Ken Wisenhunt, still the offensive coordinator, guy who's been around a long time, that offense works, and he's been a head coach that helps Lynn out, who who had never been a coordinator until this year uh, at any level, has not been a head coach at any level. They believe in his leadership ability. If you listen, I listened to him on our friend Matt Money Smith's show, and I thought he did a really good job. Kind of, if I was a fan, I'd be fired up. And I like it even more if he gets Gus Bradley to be his defensive coordinator, which is a guy he's is zeroing in on and and I think he'll he'll probably get him because Gus Bradley's apparently holding out in case Tom Cable gets this 49ers job doesn't look like that's going to happen. So if you had Gus Bradley Wisenhunt, yeah, that's a nice looking team. That's probably the best team that hired a new head coach. He must have he must make a good impression on people. In in 120 days he's replaced Greg Roman, Rex Ryan and Mike McCoy. Yeah. And he's also it's funny because he took over for Roman after week 2. He's never had an offseason where he went in preparing for a season as a coordinator and obviously as a head coach. So this is going to be a totally new experience for the guy on the other side of the country. Um, the Chargers are just a, a you know a team in flux right now, and they have his job. Part of his job is going to be keeping things calm during a very choppy time. Great news for Spice Rack, considering the running game mm-hmm. Anthony Lynn put together in Buffalo. Melvin Gordon has to like this news. And and I think their defensive personnel, their talent is top five in the NFL. That roster, especially if they keep Melvin Ingram by franchise tag or long-term deal, 
that's got to be a good place for a defensive coordinator to land. If you're Gus Bradley, what are you waiting on the San Francisco job, which is not a great job he's at all? He's buddies with Tom Cable from their time together in Seattle, right. so maybe he's waiting. Friendship is cool, but if you can join a loaded team down in L.A., uh, as the defensive coordinator, you could rehab your image. For a guy that needs to rehab his image. I mean, he can't really take another stop where things collapse. So. Well, one of the things that impressed me about Lynn, he said, you know, they asked him, you know, how do you have time to prepare for interviews like this? And he said, well, I've spent many off seasons preparing for head coaching interviews. He said, I had all the, you know, all this stuff. They, that's that's the time of the year that you come up with a plan of what you would do as, as a head coach. This is a guy who's never been above a running game, a running backs coach. So he was kind of ready for this moment. I mean, he's emerged as one of the more Machiavellian characters I can ever think of with. I mean, he's just keep, continues to vault up the... Up Machiavellian? The, well, I mean, he's replaced three people in three months. That's not, that. Yeah, but sometimes you're just, you know, in line. To, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just, he's a survivalist. You know. Well, Machiavellian, you're saying, like, he played a role in the departure. Right. Well... What do you yeah, say, that's, Take from it what you'd like you to You could just be it. a capable person. Well, like, sure. Frame it that way. <laughs> do you know something that we don't? Let's leave it there. Next okay. topic. Speaking of tongue... Tom Cable, Next Dan. topic. Yes. This is a great transition to some gently breaking news. Ooh, gently. I was hoping we had maybe a gently breaking news drop, but that's that's hard to do on the fly. Wes, what do you got? Uh, our NFL Network's Mike Silver and Ian Rappaport are reporting that the 49ers job is Kyle Shanahan's to lose. And from the way Silver had the report, it's not certain that Kyle Shanahan's going to take the job. But it, at this point, <laughs> well, it's, his del- it's his job if he wants it. Yeah, and, I mean, in a related development, Patriots offensive coordinator Josh McDaniels this on Monday took his name out of the running for the job, telling reporters, quote, at this time, it's best for my family and myself to remain here. So you got Cable involved, but it's Shanahan's gig. And there is a fairly dark timeline because I don't know if Cable's a great fit up there that if if they don't get uh, either of the guys that they really were gunning for and they're with Cable, maybe that's not the best setup for San Francisco to dig themselves out of the mud. You would hope they don't wouldn't get to this point with a strong indication that Kyle Shanahan is excited about this opportunity and would take it because if for some reason he doesn't take it, I mean, they look like total idiots. And whoever they hire, whether it's Tom Cable or anyone else, will be so far behind on hiring a staff. So Kyle Shanahan, if you're his agent right now, you can demand a lot. And Ian Rappaport reported they're expected to get top GM candidates to to meet with Kyle Shanahan next week when they are allowed to see who meshes well with them. So it it really seems like Kyle Shanahan would be running the show. Well, and he also shares an agent with Josh McDaniels. So I wonder... If when Josh McDaniels decides to, you know, and I do think that there's another side where he does have a big family. He talked about that at the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, did not want to move for the wrong thing, uproot his whole family, has one of the best jobs in the NFL. But maybe if you hear from your shared agent, the one who is also advising Kyle yeah. Shanahan, that Shanahan's going to get this job and he wants it, that you gracefully bow out. Kyle Shanahan has some history there, too, his father. Made his name as the 49ers offensive coordinator. Yeah. See, Before landing in. Something wrong about all this agent sharing. I hate it. Would you call it. Conflict of interest. Would you call it Machiavellian? <laughs> I would call it incestuous. I mean, there's only so many agents, though. You want one agent for every single coach and player. There aren't enough. You're uh, creating I, jobs. That's. I nice. think coach, like the conflict of interest of coaching agents is extraordinary. You have agents who mm. end up having a bigger deal of who gets hired 
than the teams itself. There should be more coaching agents. There's money in it. Why not? Sounds like a good expose for you to write. As part of my law firm job in the 90s and early 2000s. Yes. I was we need ta- to roll history on that, by the way. I was tasked with running conflict of interest checks every day as part of my job. Wow. God, that sounds horrible. I didn't mind it. <laughs> I mean... You didn't mind it? It's just running things through a database. It's pretty. It's better than delivering mail in the projects. Okay, that's fair. That's a fair counterpoint. All right, finally in the news, <laughs> the Houston Texans are in the market for a new OC. The Texans and offensive coordinator George Godsey have mutually agreed to part ways. The team announced Monday. I guess the writing was on the wall here a little bit because Godsey began the season as Houston's primary play caller, gave those duties um, or had them stripped uh, by oh, Bill O'Brien in week four. I don't, I don't know. Is we going to blame uh, Godman uh, over Brock Osweiler? I don't know. How do you like this result? George Godsey. Rick Smith goes out and buys a $72 million boondoggle. Bill O'Brien stands up at the press conference and says he checks all the boxes, and you're the one who gets fired because he stinks. It's tough business. Tough business, especially, and this same thing happened in New York with the Jets. When a coach has a bad season but has enough rope to keep his job, somebody still has to get fired, and the coordinators are many times in line, even if it's not really the Oh, yeah, a lot of, it's it, mid-January is the time of patsies being mm. taken down. I mean, you know Godsey's under the radar when the patron saint of offensive coordinators, Mark Sessler, has never even mentioned him on this. I don't know if we, he's ever been mentioned <laughs> sure. on this I've spared him by that. not mentioning him yeah. after what we saw from the Texans yeah. this year. I mean, what am I, we, we were going to do a Greatest Moments of the Godsey era we did. podcast. <laughs> we right? had that all lined up that for July. That we didn't start back in 2014. Uh, wow, that mm. was fun. And speaking of overmatched offensive coordinators, Rob Boris has found a job. Uh, I believe he's coaching the tight ends in Buffalo. I just want to. Yeah, anybody that was on hard knocks, I'm a little more plugged in on in terms of the coordinators. Not to Mark's level, but uh, Boris overmatched. Now he's coaching tight ends. So couldn't, pick, couldn't pick Boris out of a lineup. We Mike Waffle also in uh, big Buffalo, beard. who I liked a lot. The defensive line coach who did a good job. Oh, was he the scary guy? Yeah, the big yeah. tall guy. He uh, He's going to Buffalo as well. All right, good, good, good. That's what's happening in the news. All right, now. I don't know if this segment's going to work. It, I mean, it, it, this could be a disaster. Let's be honest. It's got about a shelf of life of three days before Greg kills it. Well, yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a segment put together with Scotch. You know what next bit I'm going to kill is the Greg kills bits bit. <laughs> it's over. Might be a good move. Uh, but now I'm going to put on my game show hosting hat, and then I have uh, my beautiful colleague behind the glass, the great Sidney Carlson, going to be a, a Vanna White, so a little Sag- uh, Sajak White team and we're gonna play a game pat sajak's the worst oh bro that's how we're gonna start wheel of (laughs) destiny every octogenarian in america just got angry with me i mean west with a anti-sajak take in a big spot did not expect that dan is just speaking that you're in the spirit of pat sajak in the spirit of the game show i'm not actually pat sajak He's just a long-running host. I think if we're going to call anyone attached to a big-time game show, I think we go with new money, though. I mean, she's got, I mean we're going to yeah. get some new money if we win this thing. Why would Sajak – why is Sajak bad anyways? I don't know. That was a weird thing by Wes. I want he's you to not, explain. First of all, he's not funny. He tries would, to be funny. He's not funny. <laughs> and all of his routine is like the Lawrence Welk show. It's all geared toward pe- blue hairs and people and walkers. Hey, well, he's got a lane. So, you know, and he's doing pretty well. He's been doing it for 30 years. I mean, guys staring down at us from the Hollywood right. Hills with like two, multiple, multiple gigantic swimming pools. Yeah, bro, no. Rooms of hills. beautiful furniture. Rose in Malibu. Know your audience, Wes. I Ocean. mean, 
If you're the host of Wheel of Fortune, you have to be aware anyone watching that show regularly is brain dead. All right. I, I don't agree. know what's I happening. Agree. I told you I had a bad It's a horrible show. No, this is great. Is Wheel of For- is Wheel of Destiny a different enough title from Wheel of Fortune? Yeah. Uh, we don't want to get sued. Is that a question? Yeah. I what about instead of Wheel of For Disc of Affluence? What about Disc of Destiny? You've got the alliteration. Okay. Anyway. We'll work on that. We'll work chopping the whole thing. D-O-D. This is a game that uh, we will go around the room with our, our three contestants. And uh, first contestant, um, of course, you know him as the Quiet Storm, Mark Sessler. And then, uh, Faint applause. Could do better, please. <laughs> uh, next to him, it's back. It's a weekly occurrence now. I wonder if he dry cleans it or washes it, or if he just has many of them in his closet. The man cannon is out. Chris Wessling. And, of course, uh, no introduction needed. NFL Network's Greg Rosenthal. <laughs> Ooh, a little hesitation from the audience. Well, the audience is stationed about 400 yards away in the back of a, you know, a warehouse somewhere. All right, so this is how the game works. We're gonna spin, you guys are going to take turns spinning the wheel. It is going to land on a topic. Uh, you do not know what the topic will be, uh, but you will have to answer. And um, I will say this. In my role as the host of the show... I am not here to say who's right and who's wrong. But if I sense someone else in the room wants to jump in for a steal, I'm going to throw it to that person and see what they have to say about it. Wild card. Before the other person? After the other person says their answer, if you disagree, uh, maybe just raise your hand and and jump in for the steal. Who in here would disagree with anything? I don't – you got the wrong three guys. (laughs) And then we'll let the judges decide who's right. The winner gets a lollipop. Mm. All right. So first up, before the game – uh, we did figure out a coin toss. Mark Sessler uh, will go first and spin the Wheel of Destiny. Nice spin, Mark. <laughs> that is... Wow, that's long. <laughs> Interminable. What do you got, Sid? All right, Mark, you landed on Save the Bolts. Okay. You can keep the Chargers in San Diego. It will cost you an anonymous $850 donation. Will you pay it? Yes, I would. Without a doubt. Out of my own bank account? Yes. Yes, I would. For To save the entire city? Then I just go down to San Diego. They know that I did no. it. No. Anonymous. What? Oh. Uh, yes, I, yes, I would. Wow. Good question. Wait, would... Uh, would I would. Do you want to know what? be okay with this? Yes. $850 is... is we, we are on a paycheck-to-paycheck household... But there is a lot riding here. In your heart, you know you did the right thing. That franchise in a, is in a shambles right now. Correct course. You've affected direct, the direct lives of hundreds of thousands of people if you do that. For 850 yeah. bucks. Well, where does it end? Like, What if I, what if I were to tell you $5,000? No, that wasn't the question. <laughs> that, I think that it's true, though. 850 is... That's a good. You can get over that five five Gs. Yeah, that's. By the way, that's nothing's anyway. anonymous. I'll I'll make sure a few people know. <laughs> I'll use it in spots. <laughs> All right. Uh, I believe. Let's check with the judges. That is the correct answer. Oh, you can be oh, right or wrong. Right. Yeah. Mark's on the board. There's a grading system. How do you know what the right answer is? Well, this is the, listen, this is the game show host. host. He's obviously right. He's, I'm He's making say, this up as he goes along. Gonna, I told you. This thing, a very, it's a it's a second-to-second proposition. These guys are on one. their heels. You Greg who, is not happy. You know you know who's really going to decide who wins? You know, the audience. I'm not worried about impressing That was me you. driving right down the field for a touchdown. <laughs> All right, uh, Wes, why don't you spin the wheel? All right, let's do this. 
mean, we could have gotten a, the wheel spinning not so much. Like right now, if it stopped, yeah. it would be perfect. Labored spinning. Stop spinning. Okay, what Ooh. do we got? <laughs> All right, Wes, you landed on last Wait, chance. Wait, can I just stop, Sid? I need you to be a little bit more less new money and more you're a broadcaster. You are. Oh. Yeah, you got to sell this a little <laughs> bit more. Not so, conversa- not so conversational. Wes. There you go. There you go. Last chance ever. What remaining team <laughs> is the most likely to never make it back to conference title weekend with the current quarterback? Wow. I need a second to, to ponder this. I mean, that's a great Anybody want to jump in with the steal? All I got to say is whoever made that question, great job. Wow. Well, obviously, Greg made it. All right. I, I've got Judges an answer, but I'm, like not I'm not going to take it away from Wes. No, I want Wes to. Right. I, I, I'm <laughs> going to say the Falcons. Okay. I'm going to say the Falcons because Kyle Shanahan's mm. that important. Mm. And if, you, if he does take the 49ers job, Matt Ryan's only one year removed from people questioning whether he's a franchise quarterback and Falcons fans, frankly, calling him overrated. So. But, but not you. You never really questioned it. You thought he, this is a good guy that you can back it up. And that's why I'm surprised to hear you say that. Cause the, well, the look one- at the options. Tom Brady's got another six years in his career. <laughs> Six years. I mean, they are dreaming, buddy. They have been to six straight, but he is up there in years. I think it is. It's a tough question. Greg, if you go Brady. No, I'm not going to go Brady. Greg Rosenthal for the steal. I'm going to go Ben Roethlisberger because they haven't been to this game since 2010. Look at the surrounding on offense and defense. none, None of the options are great, but. He is five years older than Matt Ryan, right? He's he's about 35 years old, I think, 34, 35. He hasn't been there since 2010. That's a long time, and now he's going to be getting up there. He's had some trouble with injuries over the years. Maybe he doesn't have the longest career in the world, so if I had to choose one of them, I think it's Big Ben. That's the wrong answer. Clark. I, I'm going to go Matt Ryan because the Falcons are the wow. one team in this mix that, yeah, they've been to the NFC title game under Ryan before too, but these other three teams – Seem to just get there every couple of years. Pittsburgh is going to get back there too. They didn't. He didn't have Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown together for those other seasons. Had him the other years, not right. in the playoffs. Not, not together. But not Wes says Matt Ryan. That's correct. They say. Oh, thank. The you. judges have come down. And Pressure's said, on, Greg. Matt Ryan, don't get upset, Greg. Does Greg I lose a point it. for his big Ben? And, now, and now Greg's going to think that there's a conspiracy against no. him. This bit is killed. No, I know. Sajak didn't make that question. The person who wrote the question knows the answer. All right, listen, I'm done. <laughs> All right, now you're up. And you remember, how you comport yourself, there are judges, they are professional, sure. but they're also human. You have to comport yourself with a level of respect here. There should be. Decorum. I'm going full heel. All right, spin the, <laughs> spin the wheel. A masculine spin by Greg. Thing Strong going around, silent type, around. you got to expect that. <laughs> okay, what do we got? Oh, that was special. Sid? Greg, you landed on QB Choice. Your wife or paramour has gone into early labor. Which of the four remaining quarterbacks would you choose to deliver the baby in an emergency situation? Oh, that's easy. That's, that's a great question. Very and creative it, question. And it reminds me of when I got home from the divisional round uh, just two years ago. My wife did go into labor. And she basically said she held it. She held little Walker in until I got back. Until Geno Smith came into the room. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um... I think I'm going to go with Tom Brady because to me, Tom Brady, it's not just about football with him. When you look at the rest of his life and everything 
that he does. I think he probably does it at a higher level than certainly Ben Roethlisberger. If you're saying who's who do you want to go buy some groceries? Ben Roethlisberger is clearly l- number four on this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Who do you want to fix your house? Who do you want really to do anything? I'm going to take Tom Brady. And, and I think Aaron Rodgers is hovering close to number four, frankly. I, I'm not sure I want this. Aaron what, because Rodgers, he doesn't get along with his family? For, for multiple reasons. But Tom Brady, to me, is the easy, absolute choice. I just go, as a father, my right. immediate instinct went to well, Tom Brady, got, no questions asked. He's got the most kids. Is he the only one with kids out of this group? I don't even know. I think Big Ben does. Wes? Uh, I think Tom Brady's a winner. That's who you want. That's no, who you want we, to live. You, we got a tough, you don't want to lose that situation. You're going to win the situation. Tough judge here. <laughs> He's looking for someone to steal I'm not the it judge. with I'm the not correct the judge. answer. I'm just the host. It's, it's not happening. Uh, we would, in this case, let's see what the judges say. Yep, that's a point for Greg. Uh, the judges would have accepted... Aaron Rodgers right now as well, just because he's so hot right now. There's no way he's going <laughs> to fail to pull that that baby out from hmm. the uh, woman's um, has no ex- delivery zone from her part. Has no yeah. experience with childbirth, um, and you know some issues within his family. I don't think the fact that he's not getting along with his parents has anything to do with his his job as a uh, an emergency doctor. Also. Fair. He is this really smart guy. Like if, Very smart. If a lot of doctors are jerks, by the It's way. true. They're all smart, but Rodgers might be the guy on the MCATs that might do Oh, yes. Best. He's the smartest in the group. But Jeopardy if, winner. All these think pieces on Rodgers and his family. Has anyone ever bothered to ask maybe his family or creep? Yes, they have. They asked him this weekend. Okay. Yeah, maybe his family York, just aren't good people. The no, uh, that's that was Whoa. not the impression. I did. You know what? And it's Whoa. not that we're going to sort of just. Boo this I, I man! Think, I think it will. Get, maybe it sounds he doesn't like get along with creeps. Yeah, I don't think no. you heard that part when you said yes. Yeah. No, it'll get figured out in time. I think down the road. But his dad, who's a doctor in in Northern California, could not have come across as a better guy in this article. All right, so uh, through one round, uh, it's a tie. You guys all got got him right. Good job. I think, you know, the questions could get more difficult. But then again, this is random. Uh, Mark, you're back up. Get that wheel going. God. It's getting longer. What do we got? (laughs) Mark, you are the GM is your category. Uh, Sid, broadcaster. I thought that was fine. I'm working on it. Whoa. You are a starting new NFL franchise. Pick one non-quarterback from these four teams to start your team with. Le'Veon Bell. No questions asked. Hmm. Anybody want to jump in with a steal? I'm going to go Julio Jones. You know, Le'Veon Bell's had his injury concerns. That's his suspension concerns. And I think wide receiver, if if I could choose just having the best wide receiver in the game or the best running back in the game, I'm going to take wide receiver. Last a little longer. A little more valuable, I think. Falcons winning games when Julio Jones isn't even on the field. I think if you're going to bring up the injury situation, you would take Antonio Brown, who doesn't mm-hmm. have injuries. Julio Jones has had many foot injuries. Yeah, but I don't want I don't want what I say in the locker room being broadcast. Oh, Ooh. gotcha. That's fair That's point. fresh. That's contextual. I think I would, uh, <laughs> I would agree with Mark. I think I would take Le'Veon Bell. Are there any other options even? Hmm. Well, let's, let's see what the judges say. Oh. Judges said Julio Jones is the guy to build around. I, I don't like this at all. I, it's the Russian judges. Wow, I don't like this at all. It's just, I mean, Le'Veon Bell is, has one serious knee injury. 
already. I guess that's what they're talking about. He has had some substance what issues. I mean, he's, he's rivaling so it's definitely, Jim Brown. Julio is definitely the right answer. It wasn't Alejandro <laughs> Villanueva, the left tackle of the Steelers. You're I'm saying. being told now that um, the off-the-field issues for Le'Veon Bell play a factor as well. <laughs> All right. Talking about building but, a player. I don't listen. You know, no, yeah, for John, I want to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna handle it well this time, <laughs> which is new. <laughs> I like how seriously Dan's taking this. He actually put his hand up to his cans on his headphone just when when the, he was hearing Good from the judges. You! <laughs> Spin the wheel, Wes. All right, there we go. Wes has a chance to take the lead now. Long ponderous wheel spin. Greg had the Julio Jones there on the steal, so let's give him a point. Oh, that's right. Oh, this is getting worse. Yeah. All right. Wes, you play God. All right. Sitting from your throne above, you have the rare power to make any player an unforgettable hero on Sunday. Anyone from a starting quarterback to the most unlikely role player, whose life do you change forever? Hmm. Judges are going to struggle with this one. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Especially considering the judge's anti-Patriots bias. We know that can't Did be Did right the answer. judge say that Tom Brady... Can deliver That's the true. baby. That's true. Yes. That's a good point. What they the say. judges are fair. I'm going to look at this from the vantage point of who has the most to gain, mm. and I'm going to say Matt Ryan. Mm. I think if he wins the MVP award, has a great game to follow up his previous great game against the Seahawks, goes to the Super Bowl, has a chance to win, this could put him from a guy who was – I don't know, the 12th or 15th best quarterback in the league a year ago, according to many people, to a guy with a good chance to get in the Hall of Fame when you consider the counting stats mm. he is putting up. He has a chance mm. to go from a mundane quarterback to a Hall of Famer. Wow, anybody want to try to steal? Well, what, what was the wording exactly, um, Vanna? Sid? Sid? Vanna, whatever. <laughs> it, it, was, it was, if you could choose... You have the rare power to make any player an unforgettable hero on Sunday. Okay. Anyone from a starting quarterback to the... Uh, the most unlikely role player. Yeah, so it's it's sort of a personal thing of, of right. I mean, who, if what, you're a big who, Matt Slater fan, right? If you're ahead. if you want to give joy to someone, you know, I would give it. I would make it Malcolm Butler again that he just oh. starts oh. building <laughs> this legend because he's my favorite player on the Patriots. He's having a great season, and, and oh. oh, you <laughs> shut up. <laughs> He he's, had a, it. he's a great guy, and I want him to do it again. I want people to just think when they think, oh, coming up gigantic in a big spot, that's that's butlering it. That's a, I, <laughs> you know, I'm going to go with something that we actually right. saw in the Pro yes. Bowl about half a decade ago when center Alex Mack scored a touchdown in the Pro Bowl on a fumble, and he Ooh. rumbled all the way to the end zone. A guy that has been on one of the worst teams in professional sports his entire career, a guy that reshaped mm. that Falcons line and is a big part of the reason that the Falcons are what they are. Matt Ryan can have an explosive huge game, but say it comes down to the final score, big fumble for the Falcons, but Alex Mack picks it up and runs 35 <laughs> yards right through the defense for the weirdest game-winning touchdown of all time. Alex Mack! By the way, that wasn't even his most memorable Pro Bowl experience. You're right, hanging out with Kevin Patra was. I wasn't it like a, a, a ponderous hey all-night discussion on the, the book-finding industry? <laughs> All right, the uh, the original answer, Chris Wesley, he said Matt Ryan. That's correct. Wow. Wow. What are the odds that he got that right? Wow. By the way, wow. and the judges are telling me, Mark, that uh, Alex Mackett would be a great story, but if it was Joe Thomas, who's an even better personality than Alex Mack, that maybe would have swung mm. it. These but judges not, are out quite. to destroy That was such life. a good answer. It, it, I almost think 
Mark right. came up with that question. So we are. I did not actually. All right, one more uh, in the second round. Then we have a, a final round where the points are worth double. So don't get discouraged, Mark. Greg, spin the wheel. Well, I'm doing well here. Well, yeah, I think it's. I got. A, I stole a point at some point. Oh! oh, that's that. oh. <laughs> What'd you oh. do? You, that's a missed turn. You oh. lost the turn. Oh no! And I just want everyone to know I had nothing to do with that. No, that's You're looking the wheel. behind the glass. The wheel spun, oh, and that's no. where. It, that's that's where how it, it works. It spun on missed turn. So this is just a game of chance. Well, that's how it works, Greg. All right, that, that you're pretty good at games of chance. That ends round two, and uh, heading Look into the that. final round, um, double or nothing. Steel still worth one, but if you get the question right, it's worth two. Uh, Mark, you have one point. Let's spin that wheel. Mark, spin the wheel. Uh, Wes, two points. Greg, two points. It's coming down to it now. Greg, very discouraged after that, and I would be too. I understand. That did not feel fair, but it is a game of chance, and it isn't always fair. Mark, you're up. Mark, your category is Bosom Buddies. Mm. Once the offseason hits, the Sell heroes it, will hang out with one of the four head coaches from Championship yeah. Weekend. Would you rather A, go deep sea fishing with Belichick off the coast of Martha's Vineyard on his boat? Mm. Well, he's more of a Nantucket guy, but yeah. Okay. B, <laughs> grab a few beers with Dan Quinn at Cut the Whaler. Mark. Ooh, the Whaler. C, getaway weekend with Mike McCarthy at Big Bear. Or D, invite Mike Tomlin for the full experience of WrestleMania 3. Mm. All right. Tomlin would be great. Well, we, we have hung out with Dan Quinn at, well, it, to some degree. I Round of applause for the humble brag. In a <laughs> no, I, I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that's what we did. Oh, Dan Quinn hung out with him. We had, we had long talks. That's not hanging out. No, we had long talks. Sat at with a Dan table Quinn. with twenty-seven other journalists. You're right. Hung, I just said right away. Hung out. Maybe not three words. But I've had the Dan Quinn experience. A plus. Great guy. You talk about combining what for all of us is the seminal off-season gathering, WrestleMania, with a guy in Mike Tomlin. If you've ever been to any of these off-season coaching meetings, and this guy likes to throw some back, we know that he's a beer-drinking fellow. I like think Mike Tomlin is also someone that would stay up till about 3, 4 in the morning with us. I am combining Mike Tomlin and WrestleMania, and I'm a Browns fan, so I'm telling you that's how fun this guy is. I, there are whispers out there that the Steelers' management had to approach Mike Tomlin at some point and say, bro, you're very successful, but you got to lower the profile. I don't know if them. they're whispers. <laughs> they're out there. By the way, the key phrase in the way that question was worded was full experience of WrestleMania. Mm. Exactly. Mike Tomlin can handle it all. Oh, yep. he would, and I bet he would have fun playing uh, cornhole. Corn. Does anyone want to uh, jump in with a potential steal? I mean, there's nothing to lose on a steal jump in. So, well, yeah, I would go with Belichick. Sitting on a boat with him, you get to meet greatness. Do you just want to go have a party with? I'm going to have fun at WrestleMania regardless. It's going to be a great time. Can I have? A experience I'll never forget for the rest of my life. Hanging with old, that's uh, like the a greatest. Mo- that's like a book ever. or a movie. I guess. Can, right. can I counter argument real quick? Sure, sure. If I bring Mike Tomlin to West, Greg is You're saying, a legend. Greg is saying he's going to have a nice time and for himself on a boat. I'm bringing someone to the party so that everyone else can have a nice time too with Mike Tomlin. Twenty five, thirty, forty, fifty people will never forget it. It's about the group. People, people will have a great time when I write my book, as you mentioned. Uh, we'll find out. Saturday afternoons with Billy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Mark Sessler said Mike Tomlin at WrestleMania. Is it the right answer? 
Wow. I had to get back in this game. Huge. Nice. Again, two-point score. Mm. So out of nowhere, Mark now is up 3-2 to two, uh, to two, but there's still two turns to go, and it's coming right down to the wire now. Wes, spin that wheel. Let's do it. I mean, this is the type of drama you live for. Forget about the games. All right. Wes, you landed on body double. You have the power to step into the body of any human being involved in championship weekend. Any player, coach, or front office member, you become them. You'd have all their talents, but you'd know that it's you inside of them. Pick someone. This one is easy. It takes no time whatsoever. Aaron Rodgers playing quarterback at the highest level it's ever been played. Mm-hmm. I think even if you are only a backyard athlete, at some point in your life you've been in the zone. And I've done it in softball and basketball, and there is nothing like it. To me, that's the at some point it's the only thing which keeps you playing sports as you grow older mm. to get in that zone again. Aaron Rodgers is in it now. There's no better feeling than being in that at game. the highest level of the most popular game in the country where everyone in the world is seeing him doing this. It's a good answer. Anybody want to try with the steal to steal? That's a good answer. I wouldn't throw it away is, the opportunity but I would, for I would, steal. I would love yeah. to know uh, what it is like to be Bill Belichick mm. in the biggest home game it's you've hard. had. You, you understand something that we'll never understand covering the game, what goes through the mind of a coach from beginning to end, because it's not you, – you'd be in this, in this body for a couple of days, how you prepare, how you do everything, the full well, it's cycle. It's a little tricky because you, you know, know you're you. Then I'll write a book that absolutely outsells <laughs> Greg's little – Sundays took a little, with Billy. I took a little boat trip with, a, with an NFL coach book. What? Little. It's a little tricky because you know you're you, and yet you're somehow imbued with all the intelligence or right. game planning. I'd be a little worried about everything's going great, and then suddenly it's Friday afternoon, and you feel a sudden change, and you're in Bill's body, but all you do is have the mind of uh, Greg Rosenthal Greg is trying or Mark to, Sessler. Greg is trying and to then you get to the game, and, and it's and the most it. embarrassing thing you've ever happened. This is happened. a strategy by uh, Greg to not get me another point. Allow me to retort. I haven't even mentioned the Olivia Munn factor here. Well, but who knows? Is that really an advantage over, let's say, Tom Brady or, you know, plenty of other right. players? I'd quit while you're ahead on this. Yeah, I don't know about that. That well, might the, be a loaded situation. The Paramore could hang out with us. Well, you asked the, you know, uh, I'm not getting into it. Yeah, you, Maybe so, ask the family. I'm not into, I'm not into the Aaron Rodgers off the field stuff. So. Right. I'm just saying other other players have attractive. I'll hang out with Linda Holiday. How about that? Scenario or girlfriends. All right. Certainly. Let's see. So, Wes, you said. Um, Aaron Rodgers. Let's see what the judges say. That's correct. Wow. Mm. So how about that? West vaults up to four points, and uh, now I right? see how this is going. With here we go, Danny pulling this. Well, thing. these are the these are the stakes right now. <laughs> Greg gets this right. He ties West, going to sell, uh, sudden death. Mm. Mark steals it. He gets himself into uh, a tie with Wes, and Greg's out. So well, everybody's you know still got a chance right now. Right. This you, is like the Cowboys-Packers game. Yeah. <laughs> you know what Wes is rooting for? After uh, after his experiences against me and win Wes's toaster, he does not <laughs> want me to get this question right. Wes, who has now denounced all trivia, is trivial. No, not all trivia. His confidence rocked. Just the questions in this room. It's like, if, if you don't get the questions right, they're trivial. If you get them right, great trivia. I, I never bought into that, Wes. I think you got to get back in the game. Well, if we can do better than how many coaches left after their Super Bowl, I mean, as if it means anything. I don't know. Nothing means anything. Finally, Greg, spin that wheel. Here we go. It comes down to this. A lot of – this is how legacies are made, folks. 
Wes with four points, Greg with two, Mark with three. Here we go. This is what it comes down to. This is why we lift all them weights. Greg, you landed on MVP or bust. Does anyone have more on the line over the next three weeks than Matt Ryan? Oh, a loaded question. Yeah, that's tricky. L- l- loaded. We know how Chris Wessling uh, thinks in this one. It's kind of spoke about. Does anyone have more on the line in the next three weeks than Matt Ryan? I'm going to take the field. The answer is yes. It's always the field. It's a, such a Greg move. I mean, because it, it's a question that I mean, I'll even. The ass- judges are coming in. You can't say the field. you got to say who it is. <laughs> okay. You have to say, yeah. okay, I didn't Stickler. know that. Well, you, the yeah. question was, does anyone, it was a yes or no. Yeah, but we need to have an actual name. Does anyone have more on the line? Let's subtly alter the question. Who has the most no. on the line? I, I like to come up with better, an- different answers, but I actually think Matt Ryan is the correct answer. I will counter. I, I, I know Aaron Rodgers could really put his name in another level in terms of the greatest of all time. And look, he, he could use a second Super Bowl. Everyone, anyway, anyone could in t- when you're at that sort of level. But I, I, think, I think he's going to keep having chances. He's in, this, he's in these final four eight teams almost every year. I mean, he's been a six out of seven, you know, divisional rounds. He's so good. He'll be back. Matt Ryan, this offense, if Kyle Shanahan is leaving, I I don't know. He'll have other chances too, but this is his special year. He's only won one playoff game ever before this year. It's Matt Ryan. Ryan, I I will completely counter. I will completely counter. I'll tell you why. Because in this room, I think we've been zoned in on the Falcons appropriately. I think most of the country doesn't care about the Falcons, to be honest with you. And Matt Ryan is not on the minds of the average football fan. But this is in their heart, in Matt Ryan's heart. That's why it's so important. If Aaron Rodgers completes the task from what we've seen when he said we're going to run the table, which is a football life waiting to happen, and not just the television show, but his own, and they finish this off by winning the Super Bowl, playing at the height of powers we've never seen by any quarterback, I don't see any better finish to this season than Aaron Rodgers going from wire to wire and getting the job done. Matt Ryan does not get the engine revving the same way that Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely. But that's the point, that Aaron, that Matt Ryan should be getting the engine revving, and he's at a stage it, now with the Falcons like the Seahawks were a half yeah, my thought is it's, it's a the nice Seahawks story. Were, I just don't agree. Seahawks Every, were an NFL afterthought, just like the Falcons are now, and now the Seahawks are treated like one of the top eight franchises. If, if the, the Packers NFL. lose this Sunday, everyone will still agree Aaron Rodgers well, is the best when he's at his best. He's if won you, a couple you also want to be in the body of Aaron Rodgers, why not Matt Ryan? Because Aaron Rodgers is playing at a higher level. But that is a totally different question than who has the most I on just the line. see that if you are Aaron Rodgers, after after a Peyton Manning-like run where you All kept right. losing playoff games and you get your second Super Bowl, right, the Aaron Rodgers is seen differently. The judges are ready to rule. <laughs> judges are looking through their wallets, strangely. <laughs> They're so bored. Well, no, either way. <laughs> oh, you've got Judges checked out. Either way, we're going to have a tiebreaker. Just a matter it oh, matters who will be facing West in the sudden death. Is the answer the most to gain? Is that what it is? The most to gain from a Super Bowl victory? Is it Matt Ryan? Oh, no, Greg. Is it Aaron Rodgers? Oh, oh, what, a, what an amazing. Wow. 
This is as this is as surprising and as, and as choreographed as a Wednesday night WWE in Columbus, Ohio. Like who would have thought that at the end I lost the lead with with old hands as pull this trigger? Who could have seen this possibly Sh- coming? Shocking that the guy who last Thursday <laughs> predicted that Aaron Rodgers would join Tom Brady in the discussion for greatest ever well, would have the judges side with well with because Marco. yeah well Man. listen the judges they're siding with Aaron Rodgers. Judges, not very me. smart people. They realize what a nine-game winning streak and a Super Bowl title potentially over Tom Brady would mean for Aaron Rodgers and what that means, folks, for us. Show yourself, judges. <laughs> that means that Mark Sessler has four points. Wes has four points. We will have a coin flip to determine who gets first crack at the sudden. We have one more question that we could at least ask. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll flip a coin. And, uh, Mark, you call heads or tails? Tails. All right, and uh, if it's tails, you will get the first chance to answer. If if, if it's heads, remember last time we did this, Here we, we lost go. the coin. Oh, yeah, it's heads. Wes will get the Ouch. first chance. Yeah, because no wheel necessary. Oh, we need the wheel steal. Oh, oh yeah, well, what me. this game needed was overtime. Spin, spin the wheel. <laughs> All right, Wes gets first dibs. Who knows what the question will be? But this is what it's all about, folks. There All right, go. final question. Meanwhile, pass. on the th- pass, passing to Mark so I can steal it. Oh. Whoa! <laughs> Is that even a move? Yes, you. Can. The judges say yes. All right, passes to Mark. I'm Here fine we go. with it. Shows a lack of confidence. Mark. Meanwhile, on the throne of sleaze, the Patriots' only loss with Tom Brady this season came against Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. How worried should Greg be that the new that New England's lack of experience against good quarterbacks this season has masked flaws on defense? Wow. Interesting question. How can there even be a right answer? I don't know. The judges will decide. I don't think that it's in New England's protocol. Or Greg, how worried should Greg be or New England? Greg? Greg, uh, Greg uh, Rosenthal, yeah. I, I'm going to be honest. Before the show, Greg was no, that's, acknowledging that he's rather unplugged as a fan. Not, that's not well, true. You're, no, you're, I don't think Greg's MO is to get worried about the Patriots. Honestly, I don't think that Greg sits up at night worried about New England at all. So I think that Greg will be absolutely fine because New England prepares as well as any team in our lifetime. And I know that the judges probably don't like that answer, so I may have just, you know, hung myself on that. Oh, Wes, what do you got? I'd like to steal this one. The the Patriots should be – they should be a a nine on the P scale right now. The Steelers have not lost since Donald Trump was elected. They can go into any team's field and win. Save it for the political podcast. (laughs) They can go into any team's field and win. Big Ben can get as hot as any quarterback. Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown can get as hot as any running back and wide receiver. And this defense leads the NFL in sacks since week 11 and is playing at a really high level. I think they should be absolutely scared that this is this is more close to a toss-up game than people think. Well, then our throne of ease soundbite doesn't, have, doesn't hold much weight if they're on a nine on the P scale. They've hosted multiple playoff games at home and all but twice, I believe, wiped people out. The last, they're one of the most proficient home playoff teams in our lifetime. The last time the Patriots played a team as good as the Steelers, like the question asked, was the Seahawks, and they lost that game in New England. There you go. We'll see now. We'll, make, we'll find out. Mark says... That the the Patriots or Greg, not very worried at all. Let's see if that's the correct answer. 
Oh. Well, I knew it was going to go that way. <laughs> and what, I should had they go, be I worried? Had, the I pass. Had, I had to go anti-patriots for the judge, the so-called judges to buy second. into that. Wait but a second. You have to understand, though. I, Greg, Greg def- could when, not be less worried about this game Greg, are you any worried? level. Not on any are level. Are you worried about the quarterback situation? Greg, be honest. It's a... It's a tricky question, but the way it was phrased, Mark would be right. I mean, I'm not worried in that. That's in that controversy. Sense. That's Look, controversy. Greg's undergone a, a weird metamorphosis lately, where he's convinced himself that Ben Roethlisberger is not a good quarterback. That's not. So that's true. not the issue, Greg. In this, is I, not, I'm not. It's not. I, you hate to see fit, controversy. No, this is not a slight on Greg. I, you, I think it's an honest place to be after decade, almost two decades of success of your football team. That it's not the same highs and lows and the meaning of when you were, you know, back in Louisiana watching them win well, their first Super Bowl. It I also doesn't have, mean as much. I also have faith in them, like you said, to prepare. I think it is a toss-up game, but that doesn't worry me. I like their chances in a toss-up game. Wait, and somehow I lost this question. Well, what you should have done is, is went with the one that was spelled doom and gloom for the Patriots. Well, I, I know. Mean, when I know. Wes deferred to you, <laughs> I know. he basically put the win on the platter for you and you well, gave it back to him. But you know what? I had to answer honestly, and I'm all right losing a game show. I mean, there you go. That's it for today. The the game, anyway. <laughs> Chris Wessling, congratulations. Thank you get a you. lollipop. Mm. Round of applause for Wes. And uh, thank you for everybody for playing along. This has been Wheel of Destiny. What's our next segment that ranges from 30 to 4, 35 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it for today's show, actually. We're going to have to bump iTunes reviews Aww. like Matt Damon on the, on the uh, just, Jimmy Kimmel show. He just we really disappointed like Mark. Um, I, I think it would be better to hold off on it. All right. I just Always leave him wanting well, more. It's also, Cut for time. Cut it's, for time. It's also uh, a good motivation for our listeners to leave some reviews for us mm-hmm. on iTunes. And uh, the, the funniest ones will get mentioned soon Spin on the show. Spin it, Greg. You know, and Mark, and this is not going to make you feel any better, but uh, had I had the chance to do that again, since the question was about mm. Greg, I should have had Greg serve as the final uh, arbiter on that. Well, I mean, so Wes, is, Wes has won a lollipop. I'm going to get through this, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So there you go. Wheel of Destiny. Um, we don't know yet. We'll find out if Greg is looking to get rid of it uh, or if it will ever be seen again. Uh, you never know. Greg, your initial thoughts. Will we ever play that game again? Oh, we'll play it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So pompous. Um, all right. Here we go. We'll be back on Thursday. It is the big conference title Sunday preview show where we'll uh, break down each game in depth and uh, pick our winners. And uh, I can't wait. We're down to three games in the season. And this is could This has the potential to be one of the best uh, AFC-NFC championship game uh, tandems of all time. So we're going to start talking about those games real good uh, on Thursday. Until then, thanks, by the way, Sid. Great job. Oh, thanks. That was fun. This is Dan Hansa signing off for Quiet Storm, the mailman, uh, the old boss, and new money behind the glass. Till Thursday. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. 
So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.